to that. some dance. I, that, yeah. I think Dance Dance Revolution was oh, sure. because of the Spice World, mm-hmm. Spice Girls. Okay. Game that's because that's statement. all you did was you learned oh. the choreography. Oh well, okay, that makes sense. I was I thought you might just be on on the the tour bus solving crimes, <laughs> like the movie. I wish yeah. I know it would have been it would have been a very good. Where's the Zack um, Snyder dark remake of the Spice World movie? When's that coming it. out? It's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's the remake. We've been we we didn't know we needed roughly twenty four to ninety two hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Live online audience. Stab. Stab is nigh! In just about an hour-ish, the finals of Stab's 10th anniversary will be set! Who are you voting on to next week's final panel? Hold on. Maybe wait until you hear what they've written first. But before we get there, we got to introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist likes big butts, but often lies about just how much. He's a producer of Me Time. It's Daniel Kasinich. Our second panelist collects grainy Polaroids of other people's collections of things. She's the host of Scene Kids. It's Michelle Petro. And our third panelist once convinced a bird it was a fish and just stood there and watched while it drowned. He's the face, mid-drift, and armpits of Mom Hat Studios. It's Jeff Brown. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jesse Jones, an object at rest. Welcome to the Stab Show. Two weeks from wrapping up our three-and-a-half-month ten-year anniversary tournament. It's been just as fun as it sounds insane. Now, let's meet tonight's panel. Daniel Kasnich is uh, at work. So... He uh, sent us his prompts. Uh, I don't know if that selfie is taken at that work. I don't think so. I think that was before he got the new job. So is this uh, like the Dorian Gray? Is is this selfie get older <laughs> as Daniel? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And it's, that's how the Tammy shirt works. Ah. <laughs> We're just holding his place for him. Um, uh, uh, Daniel did not send any banter. He's all business. Mm-hmm. So um, he's over. I believe, if I've been paying close enough attention, he's over at... Uh, Jim Denny's. Yeah, Jim Denny's. The, yes. the cultural landmark uh, recently reopened, yes. so that's cool. I've never been there. I've wanted to. Yeah. Maybe I'm why it went under in the first place, but now it's back. It's back. I went last night, Yeah. and I did... I want to say it tasted delicious, but I also <laughs> did not order the right thing. Oh, no. I should have just gotten some ooey-gooey drippy burger or chicken sandwich and i went for the portobello mm. okay uh, which was drippy but it's a portobello sandwich okay so. all right yeah i'm gonna have to take your word on on what that means because i would never do that never order such a thing no. yeah yeah well so that's where daniel is right now <laughs> but we've got all their material so we will be getting to them uh we reset that precedent last week with dana yeah uh re- pre-recording her material yeah so um, Daniel was able to piggyback on that. Uh, so let's just hi Daniel uh, smooches. Uh, make oh, make something delicious tonight. Um, one of Daniel's neighbors mistook me for Daniel from behind just tonight. Sure. So Daniel is with <laughs> us in the room. Yes. Even though he is not. You should turn around real quick. So <laughs> yeah. we just yeah just real quick yeah. if we could see what it would be like if Daniel were here and then like something was behind us. There you go, Daniel. That's that's oh. clearly Daniel. <laughs> Oh what? Oh what? Huh? what? what? To a T. 
<laughs> I don't know, Daniel. Oh, oh man, yes. Daniel's gone again. I guess we need to introduce Michelle then. Yeah, hey, Michelle. Just got back. Hey. Hi there. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm wearing um, Doc Martens tonight, so I oh. feel uh, s- uh, secure. Okay. Cool. Uh, aside from the cool kicks, how's yeah. how's Michelle Petra? Um, I'm you know riding the wave, loving being in sure. Libra season. October is one of my favorite months. Oh, um, that's so probably just because it's Stab Awareness Month. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's part Sorry, of why I just hijacked your intro. Uh, Stab Awareness Month is I honestly Jesse I love um <laughs> like perfect segued ads. <laughs> Um, if you've come to Scene Kids on the second Saturday oh, of every night, yeah. you'd know that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and if you've come to Scene Kids and you've enjoyed it, how about you tell any of the fucking review sites online and make them aware for Stab Awareness Month? <laughs> I yield my time. Yeah. Uh, no, good to have you. Next week uh, is Scene Kids. That's true, yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun, yeah, as it always team. is. Uh, good to have you, Michelle, as Thanks. always. Hey, Jeff. It's like we just saw each other. It is. It's I have nothing like to that. talk about. It's been like just two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, that's okay. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, nothing of interest? There's got to be something. Uh, I'm sure there's something. Mm, Jeff Brown is a very interesting individual mm, with many varied beanies. Yeah. <laughs> I did... No, I didn't do that. I was no. going to do it. No, and that was a dream. I got nothing really. All right. I am thinking about growing my beard back out. I had it to be about three inches long last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, and I've run into that dilemma myself. Is it? Do we do the annoying big mountain man uh, winter beard? Yeah. Fall winter beard again, even though we get to the point where I openly and outwardly. Uh, hate it and and make that known to everyone all the time have you gone to get it groomed because no. i found that growing, i just let it grow wild growing a very long beard is bad but it's a new way to primp yourself it's a new mm. way to kind of do some self-care because i okay. went to a man who took some scissors and i couldn't see if he actually <laughs> cut things but he made the motion as though yeah. he were doing some sort of intricate that's half the battle yeah it was wonderful yeah. i paid 13 dollars for it it was great oh, okay yeah, that well, was a hamburger yeah. at Carl's Jr. that I could have had. <laughs> the theater of the, the grooming mm-hmm. is 80% of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's also kind of nice for someone to see you with that and and really like you're like, hey, and they're just not sure about your mental state. <laughs> like like it's it, it's long enough where they're like, this is either like a pers- like a purposeful decision that you're taking care of mm-hmm. or like you're in a real bad place right now. Yeah. And I like to throw it out there. Why like, can't there be both? It could be both. <laughs> Look, I'm just happy that it is, and we'll get to it, spooky season. I'm just happy that it's spooky season is really what it is. And it is weird that I didn't really care about holiday season as much, but as I've gotten older and life has become harder, it's much nicer to kind of look forward to. Yes, Um, I agree. Uh, And at the very least, you're regrowing your beard. mm Mm-hmm. I haven't been cleanly shaven in about nine years. I don't think I've ever known you to be clean shaven. Well, this no is about has. as about as tight as it gets mm-hmm. yeah. for me. It's most, pretty most tight, man. Yeah. It is. It's, it was a little little shorter than I had intended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Looks good. Looks good. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Uh, well, good to have you guys. Uh, how's Mom Hat? Let's touch on that before we jump into things. Uh, it, it, it continues to be as it is. Yeah. Uh, we really have one project we're consistently doing, and that's the... Um, the video game podcast, which cool. is nice to find, it's nice to do. Yeah. 
Um, but aside from that, yeah, I think that it's just like a, a gentle hibernation going into the winter season. So it's pleasant. Uh, there, there was, uh, which I'm sure did not, um, did not elude you, um, a, a bit of a bit of a reference. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. To, um, to that mom hat life uh, in one of the prompts. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. No, you stick around and yeah. see. Um, but to stick around, we have to begin. Please so let's get this please stick around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. For Christ's sake, please don't leave. <laughs> let's get out of our own way and get you started. Um, well, here's what you can do if we're, if we're low for time. Just speed up the audio. Just do it like 1.25. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Daniel's at... Yeah. Daniel's at one and a half. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Segment one. I like the chipmunk man. He was <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but I think his are her, are brief enough <laughs> to do them at double speed. I wouldn't be able to stop him in time. Segment one. Reorganization. Sometimes in reorganization, I have a tendency to overthink it. Often in writing stab prompts, I have a tendency to overthink it. In almost everything I do, I have a tendency to overthink it. So, in an effort to reel myself in and calm the fuck out, we're going simple. This week, Mike. <laughs> it's the May Creek Airport Code, MYK. Airport codes are easy. There's so many of them. And sometimes they even wind up being interesting. Like this one, you can say Mike, MYK, like Michael. Like an airport named Michael. That's simple and dumb. Done and done. But now that we already kind of know what MYK stands for, let's immediately forget that information and tell me who or what else MYK might stand for or represent to you. Daniel Kasadich, who is hard at work. Right now, Can let's. See it <laughs> oh no! It went away. <laughs> I thought I heard beeping, and I guess yeah. that's what it was from. Oh, he's back. There we go. Daniel's back. All right, Daniel Kesnich. Let's hear Daniel's MYK. Can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Having enemies is such a hassle. Is there anything worse than knowing there's someone out there who you despise? But you know, forensic technology has become so advanced that you know you can never personally bring an end to their mortal existence. Well, you're in luck, friend. Look no further than MYK. Need someone brutally mauled? MYK. Someone didn't pay back their debts and you need them to fall down a flight of stairs by accident? MYK. Did some guy sell drugs on your territory so you want to riddle his body with a whole host of parasites? MYK. Sure. My Yakuza kitten feline mobster rental service got you covered. Cats are pretty weird, gross, and fucked up as it is. Why not weaponize them to do your bidding? My Yakuza Kitten covers everything from shakedowns to assassinations, and they can even dispose of bodies if they're hungry enough. Well, the cat's out of the bag. Get your own MYK today. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Not the first time. Not the first time cats have been weaponized. I was. I hope somebody used kittens. I had <laughs> kittens on one of my uh, many options, yeah. and I didn't do uh, kittens. Okay. Oh, was that... Is that a kid? Oh. That was disappointment. <laughs> was that a kitten sigh? Oh, no. No, yeah. Oh, Michelle didn't... A far enough to see. <laughs> I'm sure it's still unique. Yeah. I'm sure it's still unique in its own way, <laughs> as all kittens are. <laughs> so, Michelle, yeah, let's be completely surprised <laughs> by your MYK. Got it. So surprising. <laughs> I did three. Oh, all right, nice. Um, because Mike <laughs> is such a versatile acronym. Yeah. Um, you can use it as a little saying, like, Mike, like money, you know? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Or when I reminisce at my old uh, basketball 
um, team <sighs> photos and think about Mike, my youthful knees. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite is this. It's a it's a young adult novel series. Um, it's a murder mystery type of um, mur- uh, series, okay. and it's called um, Mrs. Yucky, Yucky Kisses. Mrs. Yucky Kisses. Mrs. <laughs> Yucky Kisses. Yeah, um, it's like an eight-book series. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they print it anymore, but it's <laughs> pretty good. Oh, I thought we were getting it's more. It's real. <laughs> no, it's not real. I thought we were going to get... That's my mind. That's improv, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's improv, baby. I thought we were going to get more of a rundown of Mrs. Yankee Kisses. I was all ready. I, was, yeah. I pulled the... The blanket up to my chin. I was all ready for it. Y'all see, that's uh, I. You want yeah, me to cocoa? say more? Uh, well, thank you. You're leaving us wanting more, Mrs. Yucky Kisses. Um, but don't worry, I got a whole fucking shitload of words on a paper here. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, not even stress, man. <clears throat> Jeff is evening it out. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, <laughs> let's hear what you have in way of MYK. MYK. Jesse, I'm known for many things amongst my friend groups. Okay. Things like having an enormous penis. Sure. Making inaccurate statements into a <laughs> microphone. And not having friend groups. But the thing that I'm known most for is being a club rat, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You throw my name into a crowd like a hairy, malnourished grenade. <laughs> What you're going to hear back from all the he, she's, they's, and them's is that I love getting down to some fresh beats at the local dance floor. Shit, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) You put on some hot tunes, and I just can't help but cut a rug with the MC, which stands for Mr. Ceremony, Mm. and all of the happening folks who also exist at clubs, folks such as bouncers, Mm -hmm. bartenders, patrons, managerial staff janitorial staff, servers, security staff, human resources staff, if an administrative office is located on site, and so many more. Sure. When you're in the club, it's like being with family, and I can say without a doubt that everyone on the scene thinks of me <laughs> as that one uncle. Yeah. You know the oh. one. Oh, you know yeah. that one uncle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So right now, you may be saying to yourself, wow, Jeff, you seem really cool and not at all like you're overcompensating for <laughs> social traumas you experienced during high school. <laughs> How did you become so confident and so approachable and also so sensual and also so good at making eye contact, but not like all the time? More like when you're talking about something you're really into, like video games or podcasts or Avatar The Last Airbender. How did you gain so much respect on the dance floor? Well, it's all thanks to a little self-help mantra I developed called Mike, M-Y-K, which stands for M, motivation. Sure. Have the gumption to get out there, right? Why youthfulness, (laughs) even if you're pushing 60, being young is all in the mind. Right, Bob? (laughs) 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 And K, ketamine. Ah. Holy (laughs) shit, I am high as fuck right now. (laughs) With Mike, you can turn any night out into a journey of self-realization. When you're headed out the door, you want to grab your keys, mm-hmm. your phone, and mic, which is a three-pronged tool <laughs> that will help you overcome your social anxiety so you can enjoy a night at the club. That new jam by Insert Popular Artist here just started <laughs> blasting out of the speakers, but you're too nervous to shake your thing. M, 
Motivate yourself with positive affirmations and you'll be in the spotlight. Yes. The dance floor is getting crowded and you're feeling out of place. Why? Youthfulness. Mm -hmm. You are only as old as you feel. And when the beat hits that hard, it is impossible to feel anything but young and alive. Hell yeah. Feeling overstimulated by the music and lights and worried that you're going to crash hard before the night has even begun? K! Ketamine! <laughs> Any semblance of your identity is washed away in a sea of drug-induced hallucinations and occasional waves of immobility. You can't worry about how well you're dancing if you're not even sure if you still have legs. Hell yeah. So the next time you decide to spend a night on the town, don't forget to take some mic with you. Because even if you completely embarrass yourself at the club, don't worry. Because you won't even remember it. Yeah. Because of the ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. <clears throat> I, nature's candy. Oh, yeah. Is it? <laughs> Is it natural? Uh, I love popular recording artist i love them too so good what's your favorite top number one hit by popular oh, recording probably artist? song oh god <laughs> i love song? banger though song oh, banger. remix though oh song remix i love when other popular artists remixed songs yeah. oh yeah. yeah did you hear yeah. other popular artists featuring other popular oh. artists yeah oh i was a little disappointed when other popular artists featured other popular sports person oh. it was kind of confusing yeah. but both are a popular sports drink commercial yes. so i like that yeah mm -hmm. because commercials yeah i i enjoy i watch them i bought things today yeah. i'm aware i consume yeah happy <sighs> <laughs> thank you guys we're all dead inside <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we're supposed to be segment two is topical haiku challenge now some people are big fans of halloween and all that goes into it. The whole season that Halloween is becoming, uh, people complain about Christmas expanding into the rest of winter, but somehow it's okay for Halloweenery to start the last week of September. I call bullshit. But while I may not be a fan of it, spooky season is undeniably upon us. And it's this special edition, or and in this special edition of Topical Haiku Challenge, that's your dang topic, spooky season. Boo and whatnot. So let's hear three haiku each about spooky season. Whatever it means to you, go on and do some five, seven, fives about it. Start in one, 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 two, 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 three, three. As we do the serpentine style, let's get one, the first one, uh, from Daniel. When the leaves fall down, it's an excuse not to frown. You're in spooky town. <laughs> yeah. Daniel like rhymes yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's, that's always hard to do with a, it's a double whammy. Thank you, Daniel. So, uh, first one, uh, Michelle. Okay, yes. let's hear your first of three haiku about spooky time. Okay. Crisp morning coffee. Mm -hmm. Leaves decomposing. Leaves start decomposing. There we go. And ghosts scare me a little bit. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. It's <laughs> fair. Fair game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ghosts. Scare me. Scare me a little, a little bit. Little Just bit. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the idea of ghosts, sure. That's what, but actual ghosts. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. That too. To yeah. be scared. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, let's finish our first time around the spooky season haiku tree, I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your first haiku. It's spooky season. Or as I like to call it, Goth Awareness Month. 
Yeah. Second time around. Spooky season haikus. Daniel, number two, go. The bone men are back. I thought we cured their bloodlust. One more year of bones. <laughs> I had to make sure I heard the beginning of that right. Put and that I had over not. a beat. That would be amazing. <laughs> One more year of bloodlust. I mean, I'm just hearing all of Daniel's uh, spooky season haiku. Um over that, that breakdown section in Thriller where Vincent Price is, is doing his spoken word. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> the bone men are back. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Michelle, second time around, your second spooky season haiku. Okay. Scary movie time. <laughs> Trailers should be banned at night. I need my blankie. <laughs> No, see, I thought you said you like spooky season. Yeah, you're a liar. No, I didn't. You're, oh, okay. I said I liked October. Okay. Because of the Completely leaves. different. Completely and different. And the nostalgia of everything slowly dying. Well, Just okay. for rebirth in the spring. It's fine. But oh, it's nice. it's a necessary part of life. Anyway, I sure. don't like ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> and leaves. Just a little Are tree ghosts. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Boom. I don't know if I like October anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> night of realizations. <laughs> We're all figuring things out about ourselves. Um, Jeff, uh, let's finish our second time around. The spooky season haikus go. Petition to drop skeletons from the season. <laughs> Come on, they're just bones. <laughs> oh, the bone men the are bone back. Men are back. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of them. <laughs> Enough of this. <laughs> you are just my infrastructure. <laughs> you do I'm a my part bidding. skeleton on my dad's side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't choose this. I'm sorry. I'm a calcium American. <laughs> These colors don't run. The white colors. Oh, that's awful. Oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> Edit oh. that out in post since you're already doing a bunch of notes. <laughs> this show is going to be four minutes long. <laughs> We had 10 minutes of fun banter. It's yeah. Skeletons are racist is what I'm trying to say. Ugh. Yeah. When you strip it all away, you're left with nothing but racist skeletons. You're really Great. keeping them at bay all your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's right down to the marrow. Awful nougat. All right. I'm going to... Let's see. I am no skeleton. <laughs> oh, no. I renounce that part of me. Yes. I renounce it. All right. I renounce my bones. <laughs> So let's hear Daniel's uh, third of three spooky season haiku. On the news they said, check candy for fentanyl, <laughs> but I've had no luck. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a brain worm. <laughs> you think, think you're... So advanced. I think you're taking the wrong meaning from that, but that's okay. <laughs> to each their own. Uh, Michelle, <clears throat> hey. let's hear your third of three spooky season haiku, shall we? Got it. This is how my Halloweens go every year. Slapdash, last minute. <laughs> Scary witch or slutty witch? <laughs> What'll you be, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know the last time I wore a, a costume. I'm that not into it. Yeah. You Sorry. should just be a ghost. Mm-hmm. You, cut, can't, you can't hang out cut, with Michelle then. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, no. wait. <laughs> you just cut, um, cut holes in the... She, I was a ghost for literally every Halloween in college, and it was the best decision I had ever made. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just don't know if um, 
if I'd get the same mileage out of cutting holes in sheets. I just, I don't know that. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I mean, it's going right over it's my going, head. It's you're, you're. I don't know. You got bones in you. <laughs> yeah. I can't do the sheet thing, too, man. No. That it's that just racist. lets the bones out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the issue. That's the problem. That's you the can problem. cut it in post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> After everything. Just cut it in post. <laughs> just, ugh. We didn't talk about anything. Go edit the VOD. <clears throat> All right. Jeff. Yes. Uh, let's, let's mercifully put these... Uh, uh, spooky season haikus to bed with your third of three. Are you sure? Because I don't know about anyone else, but I was right like seven haikus and just pick three at random. Oh well. All right. Fair. I have now received a cease and desist letter from all skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we've really painted uh, the skeletal system to really be a bad guy. You know, I'm tired yes. of it. Fuck them. <laughs> all right. All right, just be a just be a sack of goo then, Jeff. <laughs> See how that works out Look, for you. I'm getting there, man. <laughs> oh no, get a lot of jack in the box this week. Well, all right, fair enough. <clears throat> wow, it's a slurry. Well, segment three, it's closing arguments. Justice is blind. Fair play is deaf. Getting a fair shake has a pinchy hip thing, and because I just said those things. And I told uh, myself to believe them. Now you believe them. And we're off to the races. Any dumb dummy can be a lawyer. A lawyer with a client going to jail forever. But a smart asshole can keep even the worst sack of crap on the street with the power of their persuasive argument. And in closing arguments, it's your job to convince the jury that your client isn't nearly as bad as they might seem with your closing arguments in defense of the following fairly indefensible things. So... Let's hear why evidence is wrong, and you are right. Daniel Kasnich, let's hear your long ago, pre-recorded, <laughs> not that long ago, just a couple hours, uh, let's hear Daniel's defense of candy corn. Closing arguments in defense of candy corn. Fine people of the jury, my client has been hit year after year, decade after decade with merciless slander. I just want to know how a candy that was not only a staple of Halloween, but was also an iconographic image to the holiday became so brutally hated in just the past 30 years. My theory is that it's a very vocal group of contrarians and that candy corn lovers just know how to not make liking or disliking something their whole personality. <laughs> right. And they have confidence in their own choices. Fair enough. Not liking candy corn during Halloween is like not liking peach during Easter, or hot candy during Valentine's Day, or bottle caps during Halloween. Oh. I can already hear you thinking to yourself, I don't like any of those candies either. They're all just sugar. It's not true. I say all candies are just sugar. <laughs> Hell, everything we eat is just another form of sugar and microplastics. <laughs> I can already hear you thinking to yourself, damn, he has a point with that last part. Well, yeah. Maybe we should find ways to combat the oligopolies who keep killing us with little treats. But I still don't like candy corn because it tastes like wax. Hmm. And to that I say, ever heard of dots? <laughs> I yield my time. Well, Thank you. Persuasive argument. Persuasive argument. Um, I personally don't necessarily hate candy corn, but I've been on record for years. The mallow cremes, the little pumpkins, better. Superior, in my opinion. If we're just talking... 
those kind that like those the shape yes okay right that, that type of candy right the hunk of sugar the hunk of sh- waxy yeah. sugar <clears throat> shapes but i i get it too because i come to defense of uh of otherwise uh, hated candies like such, uh, such as like circus peanuts. I am down with circus peanuts. Okay. I I dig them. So you got hit as a child? Is that what you're saying? No. Well, yes. Well, I mean, that doesn't have on. anything yeah. to do with my love of circus peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have anything. Why are you crying to... right now? I, I'm not. <laughs> Just inside, I'm screaming. Why? Why do I have to eat that coleslaw? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, you shut up. You're doing a good job, Jesse. <laughs> You're so brave. <laughs> um, thank you, Daniel. Uh, Michelle. Uh, Michelle actually needed a clarification on this one. I did. <laughs> I did. Wow, way to call her out. Jesus. Well, I thought those I... chats were private. What else have you been saying? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I could, I could see it. Uh, it was a little abstract. Um but, Michelle, let's hear uh, your closing arguments in defense of the way literally anyone else sets up their bathroom. <laughs> See, he gets it. <laughs> your Honor, good people of the jury, uh, and the five Gen Zs joining from the live Twitch stream, mm. uh, I believe without a doubt that setting up your bathroom differently than how Jesse Jones does is perfectly legal. (laughs) If you look at all the evidence that we discovered in this courtroom in the last six weeks of this trial, (laughs) it is a long, hefty trial. You cannot deny that the evidence of free will and varying design tastes are part of human nature. You know what else is human nature? Hmm. Going pee, pee, and poo, poo. It's true. That's not a crime. (laughs) Neither is putting up a silly cross stitch above your toilet. Being free from Jesse's will, you can pick that floral shower curtain. Shabby chic is classic design. Jesse Jones does not hold a single architectural digest. Um, Nor does he have a single design award. Um, Therefore, this trial is trivial at best. Let people be free and live free. Uh, Wait, let people live free of Jesse Jones' judgment. (laughs) Oh, that's never good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. It's like the end of To Kill a Mockingbird. It's amazing. (laughs) Yes. I I felt a little Atticus. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Do you know how many times uh, a week I have to turn around the way the, the toilet paper has been changed in that bathroom? Oh, my God. Do you know how many times I have to do okay, that? Okay, but that is a thing. Okay, that is not how you set... I guess that is how you set it up. It's supposed mm-hmm. to go over, right? Yes. Y- yes, yeah. over. Like a regular person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, sociopaths that <laughs> that visit this establishment mm-hmm. take it upon themselves to turn it around. Look, I know you're angling to finally put that camera in the bathroom. I know this is your defense for it, so don't do it. I mean, it. clearly, this is... <laughs> I know you need money from the Twitch stream, but that ain't it, man. <sighs> I'm trying to find revenue streams around here. Uh, and your streams are our revenue streams. That's unfortunate and sad. Everybody put in the chat if you want Jesse to sell some feet pics because mm. we can get that going. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. As far as they know, he doesn't even have feet. It's they true. can't see that part I of the podium all the time. Just, just part podium. And yeah, in the improv streams, I'm probably too tall. 
Don't see my feet. Rub it in. Man. I'm just floating around. Sorry. Holding Sorry. out on all the goods, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Where's Daniel? <laughs> not, not actual size, Jeff Brown. Uh, <laughs> Make my window bigger. Make me look bigger on the TV screen. <laughs> uh, Jeff. Hey. Hey. Um, <clears throat> thank you, Michelle. And uh, <laughs> uh, let's have you wrap up this segment as well as you will continue throughout the evening. Uh, Jeff Brown, you're going to have to do a lot of selling on this one. Let's hear your closing arguments in defense of three hours of sleep. Yeah. So it's hard because you're like, ah, do I start it with the southern accent? Do I not start with the southern accent? Everybody does simple southern law. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> I'd like you all to stand up. That's right. Get on up out of your seats and stand up. Now, I'd like you to look at my client. Sorry, you're, you're my client. Right? Mm -hmm. I'd like you to look at my client. Three hours of sleep. What do you feel when you look at my client? Probably sleepy, right? <laughs> A little angry. A little sleepy. Three hours of sleep, you may say to yourself. Why couldn't you have been seven hours of sleep? Hmm? Hell, why couldn't you have been one hour asleep? That's a nap. There isn't any expectation for that. Yeah. Everyone is so quick to throw guilt at my client for being who they are. And who they are is a product of their environment. If you're going to lock three hours of sleep away, then they should lock the lot of you away as well. Yeah. Oh, three hours of sleep wanted to be eight hours of sleep. They wanted to limit your screen time before bed, and they wanted you to get an appropriate amount of REM sleep, and they wanted you to wake up and feel refreshed, but their dreams were smashed because of you. Because you decided 9 p.m. last night was an appropriate time to drink a Jack and Coke oh, shit. and stalk your ex's Facebook again. Oh. No, you don't have to worry about them knowing you viewed their page, but you have to worry about how you'll view yourself in the mirror tomorrow morning after three hours of sleep. Because you decided that you'll just crank one out real quick before bed, before realizing you flung yourself into a never-ending spiral of ever-worsening types of pornography that you cannot dig yourself out of until you find that one weird video that is so obscure and depraved enough to make you orgasm so you can shamefully crawl back into bed, begging for at least three hours of sleep. Because you just had to lay in the dark and think back to every mistake you've ever made in your life, resulting in hours of imagining new and better ways your life could have gone if only you had said that one quippy thing at just the right time in the 10th grade. And after you've mentally exhausted yourself, who is there to take you into their arms? <laughs> Why, it's three hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. The only thing my client is guilty of, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is being the last respite to your terrible decisions. If my client is a monster, well, you made them a monster. And I rest my case. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, powerful. Powerful in its accuracy. Uh, I, said, <laughs> I said the last one to Danielle, and she was just like, fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I said fuck you, man, several <laughs> times in my head throughout that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, sure, that's accurate. Fuck. Segment four, review it. 
When I buy things, I just click on the first thing that was pretty much what I was going for and click-clack some numbers on the keyboard and hope there's still some limit left on that card. But some people like to be informed before they make decisions. Whatever, nerd. In Review It, our panelists have been given the task of giving us their reviews of specific things as their review would appear on these specific outlets. It's a little more clear once we get into it. Um, like, for example, this could be no more clear. Daniel Kesnich. Let's hear uh, Daniel's Amazon review of Butt Cheeks. I kept seeing these around literally everywhere. At the beach, at music festivals, definitely on social media. And every time I saw them, I thought to myself, wow, those are so cute. Everyone pulls them off so well. Not only are they aesthetically pleasing, but they also look very practical. Like they make for good seat cushions. I placed an order on Amazon, and the whole time I was waiting, I could only think about butt cheeks and butt cheeks alone. I was so ready to show mine off and become part of the club. They finally arrived after six whole hours of me anxiously waiting for my same-day shipping. When they got here, I put them on and danced around the house like a guy who just got ass cheeks for the first time. I posted pics on my Instagram in a series I called Butt Cheeks or Can Ham. Where I posted a carousel of five pictures of my cheeks and one of canned ham and had my followers guess which was which. It was all fun and games for the first day, but through all the pictures you see of them online, or the ones you see at the pool or at a rave, no one ever tells you about the maintenance. Mm. Yeah. Apparently you're supposed to wash them every day. <laughs> the ones I got were a few sizes too big, which I liked at first, but it just made cleanup that much more difficult. They're still fun and cute, so no regrets. However, if you do end up getting these, I suggest buying a bidet as well. Mm. Four and a half stars out of five. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's usually it's usually there on that, that panel. People who bought this also also purchased and bidets are right there. And uh toilet paper. Um <clears throat> and a thong. Are you buying all these together? You saved so much no. sorry. Um thank you, Daniel. Um now finish making that burger. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that wow. sounded like I was being mean, but that's he's he's a very talented cook at Jim Denny's right now. He's that's he's why he can't be a here. Server. He's he's isn't he cooking too? I thought he, I thought he uh, specifically got no. in to cook. What muscles of the leg do you work when you backpedal as hard as you do? I'm not backpedaling. Right I'm just saying quads. He's very quads? hard. Hey, I'm not working, so he's way ahead of me. <laughs> He's gainfully employed. Fuck yeah, Daniel. High five. From a distance. He's right down the road. When you go home, check out Jim, Den Jim Denny's. Then high five Daniel. Tell him you enjoyed his bits. <laughs> we just walk in, no context. I like your bits. Hey, I Daniel. your butt cheek. Hey, I saw a mirror selfie of you. I like your bits. <laughs> Do you always bones. wear that shirt? It's nice. Yeah. yeah Salmon's good on you. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, all all of them are. Not from Timu butt cheeks. All of Mark. Those um. Uh. Oh, I thought <laughs> I almost gave somebody a wish uh, item. So I thought you were getting ahead of me with your Timu. Um. <laughs> but no, Michelle. Yeah. Hi there. Hey. Good to see you. Um. I hope you had fun with this. Uh. <laughs> Michelle, mm -hmm. let's hear your Grubhub review of an ex's cooking. Got it. Um, all right. So it's two out of five stars. So it's up, up at the top. You can already tell that. Um, 
it's it's a review of the ex's cooking, not the delivery. The delivery was fine. Sure. They did what they needed to do. That I, you know, you always give the worker five stars. Who cares? But the establishment. All right. So if you're looking for meals, you'd want to photograph. Definitely don't try here. If you're hankering for something seasoned with adequate salt and pepper, find another ex-boyfriend's kitchen. Um, don't, don't, mount, don't belly up to this counter. Uh, this place is kind of a dump. The white refrigerator holds all the condiments you could ever want, but none of them seem to go with the single lunch meat wrap that he's tried to pull off as dinner. Um, it made me switch teams. Do not recommend. Unless you are a closeted bi girl trying to break out of dating beards. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. So good. I mean, so bad. I'm sorry. It was so bad but it was good. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it I learned a lot. All was well that ended... Uh, Trauma breeds art, is yes. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Uh, Jeff, let's hear a Yelp review of the neighbor's packages that you keep stealing. I had to go look at Yelp to see what the reviews looked like because I didn't yeah. know it was in the year 20, 2007. <laughs> well, uh, posted Jeez. March 2nd, 2023. One stars. <laughs> I would give zero stars if I could. I don't even take insulin. Tastes bad and made my stomach hurt. Would not steal again. 40 people found this review helpful. Seven thought this was cool. Posted March 14th, 2023. One stars. Thought I'd give them another chance. My mistake. Tried to mix insulin with Gatorade to mask taste. Still awful. Got really sick. Again. Maybe it's a bad batch. Not sure how they plan on staying open unless they make big changes to how they're running their business. One star. 59 people found this review helpful. 12 thought it was cool. Posted March 24th, 2023. Two stars. More insulin despite my previous reviews. Obviously, the owners don't care about the opinions of their customers. However, gave them one star as the package included a large bottle of gummy vitamins. Sadly, after eating the bottle of gummy vitamins, I got sick and threw up on my cat. Because of this, I cannot give more than one additional star. However, this is a move in the right direction for their business. 159 people found this review helpful, 60 thought it was cool, and one thought it was funny. <laughs> Posted April 17th, 2023, five stars. Ooh. Hell yeah, PlayStation 5. <laughs> 1,278 people found this review helpful. Posted April 17th, 2023, two stars. Edit, the PlayStation 5 is a digital-only version without a disk drive. <laughs> if you aren't willing to invest the additional money to spring for the disk version of the PS5, hmm. then I can't take your business seriously. <laughs> At this time, I will be reaching out to the Better Business Bureau to make a formal complaint. Mm. Nine people found this review helpful. Two thought it was cool. Two thought it was funny. <laughs> Posted April 30th, 2023. One stars. A bunch of papers. I can't eat these and they can't run Fortnite. Also, I don't play golf, so I don't know what a foreclosure is. Maybe you should spend less time working on your swing and more time listening to your customers. Weirdly makes me miss insulin. 200 people found this review <laughs> helpful. Posted May 16th, 2023. Three stars. Hell yeah, more insulin. <laughs> 502 people found this review helpful. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm surprised they lasted that long, continuing to not get their insulin. I don't want to pick apart your, your the world building you're doing there, Jeff. <laughs> it's, it's real. Can you fix that in post? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Hey, hey, it's segment five. It's the final segment of the of the program. I think that timed out all right. Warm takes will begin 
let's call it 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> Good to have you guys. Uh, segment five, it's podcast it. <clears throat> uh, if it weren't for podcasts, how would you know which sociopath was kind of hunky, but in a dangerous, it's probably, <laughs> in a dangerous, he's probably going to melon ball my innards out if I let him get close kind of way. Anyway, with a microphone and a very specific interest, uh, anybody can podcast. And we're here to prove that in our final segment of the night, podcast it. In Podcast It, your job is to give us the rundowns and recaps of the podcasts you might hear from these various persons, things, or what-have-yous on these uh, specific niche subjects. Daniel Kessnich was going to wrap his uh, segments up here. Daniel was given the task. Let's hear his review, recap of a podcast titled uh, The Dollar Store Gourmet. Let's see. Hello, howdy, and welcome back, everybody, to Dollar Store Gourmet, the only cooking show where we teach you how to not only survive, but thrive on your culinary adventure. Mm -hmm. And to start the episode, I do got to do a disclaimer, a little disclaimer here, that we've had to do for at least the past couple of years, and um, let you know that, unfortunately, you can no longer buy food at the dollar store for just a dollar anymore. Well, shit. And you could blame that directly on Joe Brandon. Uh, it's going to cost you at least $2 now. Hmm. But we already got the merch. We already got the LSC. There's, we're going to keep it dollar store gourmet. But just want to let you know, it's a, a little bit more pricey these days. Fair enough. That being said, I want to just jump right into it this episode. Because, boy, howdy. Dude, I think... I outdid myself this time. <laughs> okay. I did a little bit of boy math, and I think I found the perfect dollar store food. Okay. I think I might have just put myself out of business. <laughs> we could end. We could end the episode here. We could end the series here. Mm -hmm. This is all you really need, because I found the quintessential dollar store gourmet meal that one could ever possibly find. The other day, you're gonna want to go. <laughs> To your dollar store, you're gonna get. You're gonna want to look for the Oscar Mayer cheese infused hot dogs. There's an eight pack. You can get it for two dollars. Uh -huh. Thank you, Joe Brandon. You get it for two dollars. Each dog is about six grams of protein. That's eight hot dogs. You, you're looking at 42 grams of protein mm -hmm. for two dollars. You break that down. That's like it's like because it's somewhere around like 30 cents a dog. Where you where you gonna get that kind of protein concentration? And you know, and and, and, and that's just that's just for the dogs themselves. Uh -huh. You know, we're 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 looking for, we're talking about a whole meal here, okay? You know, all these other you you, you have uh, Wendy's used to do the four for four meal, which is bullshit because now that's six dollars. Yeah. You, you you got the uh, Taco Bell five dollar box, which is bullshit. It's looking like eight dollars now. Uh, wow. You know, don't even get me started on the subway five dollar foot long. That don't don't even exist anymore. So we could you could make your own bundle here. You could make you, you can make your bundle whatever you want. Sure. You know, uh, you go get your pack of dogs. It's gonna last you for the day. Uh, you get yourself a, a two liter Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I, I already know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, well. You know, in today's day and age, people are concerned about their health. How am I going to eat eight hot dogs and hot dog buns as well? 
Uh, you don't have to eat the hot dog buns. We're, we're again today's day and age. We could go keto. Okay, you just <laughs> need those dogs themselves. Hey everybody! And you know while we're on the while we're being <laughs> health conscious, you could downgrade from that two liter Mountain Dew to a one liter. Mm-hmm. Now you're saving a little bit more money, and you could use that money to get yourself some Hormel chili. <laughs> you ever think of that? You could even go turkey chili. Uh-huh. You mix and match your proteins. Uh, get yourself a protein boost. You got the cheese in there and the hot dog, so you're getting your daily vitamins of dairy right there. Uh, and then that, and that's like, you could you don't even have to eat all these hot dogs at the same time. You could eat them <laughs> like four different meals. You got breakfast, lunch, dinner, sad late night snack. <laughs> you know, it, it's the perfect thing. I don't know how we didn't see this before. <laughs> It's been right in front of our eyes and under our nose. So, you know, take this information, do with it what you will. But I say, you know, you got yourself $15. You can buy a week's worth of food right then and there at the dollar store. And you could tell, you could go ahead and tell Joe Brandon to suck it with his inflation. All right. Because uh, you are going to survive and you're going to thrive. With these Oscar Mayer cheese infused hot dogs at the dollar store. <laughs> See you next time, chefs. All right. Uh, Daniel did like a real episode. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when he called me a chef at the end. Though. Yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah. So I, I watched. Mean, the, that's why I watched the bear. Still a like a prepper chef, but it, yeah. it counts. Uh, and somehow Daniel's last segment was longer than all the rest of them combined. <laughs> that's all right. He was very. <laughs> he took that very seriously. Eight dogs. Thank you, Daniel. Um, wherever you are. Uh, Michelle, let's hear your rundown of a true crime podcast hosted by people in the Witness Relocation Program. Got it. Um, so my favorite episode of Jane Doe's a podcast um, is episode <laughs> 267. It. It's a Q&A episode that they have. Uh, and Tim and Jane... Um, answered some questions and the highlights of this episode why I love it so much is because they answered some things that we've all been wondering sure. like no they totally aren't using a voice altering app in their recordings mm-hmm. no they won't do in person interviews <laughs> and um, then they actually stopped the Q&A mm-hmm. while they were recording they stopped and dis- discussed about this because They specifically said in the previous episode, number 266, which was titled Traipsing Through the Crime Scene, that they would only answer questions regarding investigations, armchair investigators, or trivial non-descriptive questions. They were not going to answer where they lived, what they like, or any childhood crime-related questions. They then Mm -hmm. spent the rest of the podcast episode... Uh, reading five-star reviews of their podcast, and then they were eviscerating this one-star review, Mm. and it basically ends with them um, threatening this one-star reviewer. Mm. Um, It it got them, like, 100,000 new listeners. It's really cool. They're, like, number 76 on the podcast, True Crime List. You should check them out. Jane Doe's a podcast. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I appreciate the, the wordplay. Uh, thank you, Michelle. Hey, where can people enjoy more Mich- Michelle Petro, uh, um, where they would so choose? Yeah, you can 
um, always come back here to stab true. on any second Saturday. We I have a monthly show. I have actors memorize a scene, but I pair them with improvisers, and they don't know what's going on, but they do improv against uh, this the actor. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun time. You, you said already <laughs> look like you like it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the second Saturday at 9 p.m. It's really fun. You should come back. You can come back next week mm-hmm. um, if you're listening to this on the first Saturday of the month or not. I mean... Yeah. Just look up stab uh, slash scene kids yeah. and you'll find it. Um, yeah, you know, you could try to find me online. Sure. I have a private profile, but oh, well, that's if not I helpful. know we follow s- multiple mutual people, mm. I might accept you. That's fair. <laughs> well, thank you, Michelle. Yeah. So good. So good. Hey, that's Jeff nice. Brown, how about you wrap this part up so that we can get to the, the long, drawn out yeah. voting part so that. Uh, warm takes won't start till uh, nine forty-five. Michelle, can you hand this to Jesse? Please? <laughs> oh, that's right. He has a part to play. <clears throat> I forgot. I was. I was. You're going to have to pay attention to what's happening. Don't zone out, man. Okay, I'll try it. to pay attention. I could be Jesse instead. That's all right. Okay, fine. Clearly, I've been cast for a reason, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jeff, let's hear. Um, let's hear your rundown of a podcast review show. Reviewing podcast review shows. Feel a little scene for this one, Jesse. No, oh. is this the one you were talking about earlier? Oh, oh I don't know. Okay. <laughs> hey, everyone! Welcome to this week's podcast roundup, where we take a look at the hottest new shows hitting the digital airwaves. <laughs> this week, we are setting our sights on the Oroboro Squad, a new addition to the Pod Nation, starring two generically named white men who look like they could be related but aren't. And one equally generic but somewhat angrier white woman who acts as the audience surrogate against her will. In episode one of their ongoing series where they review podcasts that review other podcasts, (laughs) the gang sets their sights on The Infinity Team. A new addition to the Pod Nation starring two generically named white men who look like they could be related but aren't. And one equally generic but somewhat angrier white woman who acts as the audience surrogate against her will. In episode one of their ongoing series where they review podcasts that review other podcasts, the Infinity Team, which is being reviewed by the Ouroboros Squad, a podcast that reviews podcasts that reviews other podcasts, sets their sights on the Eternity Gang. A new addition to the Pod Nation starring two generically named white men who look like they could be related but aren't, and one equally generic but somewhat angrier white woman who acts as the audience surrogate against her will. In episode one of their ongoing series where they review podcasts (laughs) that review other podcasts, The Eternity Gang, which is being reviewed by the Infinity Team, which is being reviewed by the Ouroboros Squad, sets their sights on the Boundlessness Bunch, Mm -hmm. a new addition to the podcast nation starring two generically named white men who look like they could be related but aren't, and... As Jeff continues to spiral down the podcast hole, the clocks in Stab Comedy Theater begin to slow to a halt, the air becoming frigid and empty. With each step down the staircase of self-masturbatory podcast projects, reality itself begins to break down the basic math of the universe becoming undone. Identity and self are lost in a sea of blue Yeti mics and promo codes for 10% off your first perch of Casper mattresses. I look to my left, I look to my right, I look in the mirror. The people I knew, the person I was, are lost and gone. 
and all I see now are two generically named white men who look like they could be related but aren't, and one equally generic white woman who acts as the audience surrogate against her will. So make sure you subscribe uh, <laughs> to listen to Player Two, a video game review review podcast. Find it on your podcatcher of choice. I threw in my bit at the Yeah, end. you did. Yeah. Nobody knows that. <laughs> that was a callback from the very beginning it was. of the show. Yeah. That no one was here for because Everybody they're all new. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We got those. Thank you, Corey. There's the collecting votes music. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming out. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Um, you didn't know which. You didn't know which. Folks, all of you. It's it's the non-gender specific guys. Uh, everybody, folk, thanks for coming out. Uh, warm takes begin in just a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, this is the Stab Show. It's the show that the Gosh Darn Theater was named after. That can be quieter. Uh, <laughs> um, and we're, we're we're celebrating our ten years of doing this with a little tournament, and this is like the second to last of those shows. Um, so you got a taste of it. You can check out. 300-ish goddamn episodes online wherever you get your podcasts. You won't, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's available. It's an option. Warm takes begin in just a couple minutes. Uh, we're going to get the final vote from the online audience. Then we will get you to the next show, and we've got a 10 o'clock if you'd like to stick around for that. It's uh, LOLGBT Plus presents Say Yes. It's a drag discussion salon. They talk about subjects important or weird uh, in drag today. So, two minutes feels like a long time. <laughs> Online poll is just two minutes. We're going to get the... Uh... How did y'all hear about warm takes? Yeah. What, yeah. what brought you here tonight? Oh, just pointing at him. He's not going to accept... Yeah, pointing. The one person accept making eye go. Who brought you here? Nice. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Y'all want to come on a nice Well, Warm Takes is just returning. They've been off for a little while. Yes. It's a fun stand-up uh, on-the-fly show. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. I've got results. I've got results. Ooh, okay. All right. That's how that works. Let me stop that so that we can stop this, so that we can move on. Moving on to join Molly and Eric next week. Oh, did we lose them or are you guys just getting no, drinks? They're thirsty. <laughs> oh, we took too long. No. Uh, moving on uh, to join uh, Eric and Molly next week in the finals is Jeff Brown. Yeah, yeah. well Woo! done, Jeff. Let me get our outro here so that I can set up the gosh darn show. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for uh, enjoying, one would hope. <laughs> you know what? I did forget to ask where we can reach you, Jeff, but we know Mom Hat Studios. Yeah, Mom Hat, mom hat.com. Listen to Player Two podcasts, The Rules We Made podcast, Geese Buns podcast. Don't. Yeah. So many ways to enjoy Jeff yeah, Brown and ways. Mom Hat Studios. That was the Stab Show. Thank you all for joining us tonight. And of course, a special thank you to our incredible Daniel, da panel, <laughs> Daniel Kessnich, Michelle Petro, and Jeff Brown. Uh, and that's it. The finals are set. Next week at 8 p.m., Eric Barger, Molly Doan, and Jeff Brown will meet in the finals of the STAB 10-year anniversary tournament. We made it this far. Why not show up online or in person to decide who's going to get the couple bucks we've been collecting to make a prize pool? And if you like STAB, the theater, or the show, well, it's STAB Awareness Month all October. So why not let someone you know uh, or someone you think would like this know about it? 
Uh, but for now, that's all we've got for tonight. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that Jimmy Parnessi wasn't right when he called you a big, dumb poophead in third grade. You're a big, dumb... <laughs> you're a big, awesome poophead. God damn it. Good night. <laughs>